Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. What's up, what's up, what's up? All right, y'all, this is Kev Nix. We're trying something a little different tonight. So um, we're trying a different little platform because we, we heard the, the cries for y'all to um, be a little more interactive with us. So um, that's what we go do tonight. So um, we got a, a packed show that, that we're looking forward to doing. And you know we got to talk to NBA. You know we got to talk a little NFL. That's that's like absolutely required. And then we got to talk some women soccer. Man, uh, they they won. Big deal, huge deal. You know, in my mind, to win the women's World Cup is huge. Uh, we got to talk Carly Lloyd. You know that because she was. She was a beast. She did stuff that I haven't seen done in such a high, such a high level of any sport in a long time. So we got to give her her props. We got to talk about free agency. Man, it was some weird things that happened in free agency for sure. But we go discuss them, have a little fun with them, of course. The man DeAndre Jordan. That's who we go start with. Uh, we also got to talk about just some of the normal stories like Lamarcus Aldridge changing teams, um, Damari Carroll changing teams, uh, LeBron James, Kevin Love. So much happened over the first week that, that there's a lot to discuss. We got to talk about some of the suspicions, suspensions that happened. Um, some of them were surprising. We'll talk about them, but we'll talk about Russell Wilson. We'll talk about the top 100 players in the NFL, which is huge, you know, um, a surprise up top, a great surprise in my mind. And then we got to talk a little tennis, of course. So um, Serena, uh, Wimbledon in general. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So 704, um, Nick Sports, our sports, your sports, Nick Sports. Um, Kev running the show right now on Talk Show. Seeing it be on shortly. So the first thing we want to talk about is what's going on. So I had to go into the office today, you know. It was interesting. Typically I try to work from home on Thursdays because we do the show, but um, my boss's boss's boss actually came down. I got a chance to meet with him and have some discussions with him. So. Learned some pretty interesting things, you know. You always feel like it's one or two things you can get across. So, uh, quick pointer to you all: if you ever have a, a, a message conversation with your boss's 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 boss or anything higher, man, kind of focus on two things. That's what I say. Uh, so, 
that's what I did. Good conversations. We'll see what comes of it. What else is going on with me? Last weekend was a good friend where our cousin, his mother, got married. Did the peace tree, which, of course, I got to tell y'all about, man, which was a big deal. And T-Nick, she there? And and then we did family barbecue. We had family in town. So there was all kinds of things going on last weekend, and it was a nice weekend in Atlanta. Got a chance to celebrate the 4th of July. But my celebration of the 4th of July isn't necessarily um, about 1776. It's about, you know, that peace tree running down the street, you know, a major street in the U.S. closed off to everybody. Over sixty thousand participants. Uh, it's, it's a it's a magnificent sight. So did that, and, and the funny thing about it this year was it was a, a rainstorm. It actually the race was delayed thirty minutes at the beginning because of lightning strikes. But on accident, quote unquote, uh, I saw a few people starting. So you know. I was kind of confused. Uh, so they had me, well, let me not say they. I was standing under a tree. Um, some of us standing under trees in the metal poles, and I'm, I'm thinking back to history class. I'm like, hold up. They tell us not to stand under trees, and they tell you not to stand under metal poles. So I see a few people going. Um, you know, me and my wife got something to do that afternoon. We got to shoot a wedding, so... I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start a peace tree. And they're trying to give us, like, oh, your time won't count and blah, 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 and blue, blue, blue. It's like, man, come on, man. I'm just running regardless. Otherwise, I'll be up here till 11 o'clock. So we run in a rainstorm. The inserts in my shoes start to push back. So I'm walking around like an old man right now because my foot hurt. But we went ahead. We finished that thing. I finished it in just a little bit less than an hour 35, which is about my time. I walk, run, do a combination. Don't stress myself out too much. But um, just enjoy it. And you see the costumes and you see the kids and the older people and just the people who are so inspired by you running and, and just doing the peach tree bit. It's just a remarkable feeling. And, and what I want you all to do is actually go to my YouTube page or go to my Facebook page, um, Nixon Kevin. Um, y'all should be friends with me by now if you ain't something wrong. Uh, check out the YouTube page. Nick Sports, Kevin Nixon. I got. Um, you can go to either one, and you'll see our documentary on it. So that's it. All right. So what we go roll into next is that actually gets into our next item. Um, hashtag Fix Nicks. That's what's about Nick's fix. You'll see both. But this is a challenge I have out to myself. And this challenge is a, a pretty brutal challenge, if I must say so myself, of I need to get under 250 pounds by my birthday, September 24th. That is a miraculous goal. But y'all should know me by now. Um, I typically thrive in situations like that, so... Up until I hurt my foot, I was going to the gym every day. 
Um, my food was pretty good, except on Fourth of July, boy. Man, woof. Messed up a little bit on Fourth of July, man. I had a piece of fried chicken. Um, had crab legs. Had macaroni and cheese. So my cheat meal, which is supposed to be a small cheat meal, so it's like, hey, eat what you want to on a small plate. Um, yeah, that became two plates uh, plus a piece of cake. So, yeah, um, I have to re reformat my strategy on cheat meals. But, but you know, I'm active into this challenge, and it's exciting to me, and it's exciting to um, the people around me. And if y'all going through anything, man, let me know, man. Let's, let's encourage each other. And I think we can make it good because think about it, September 24th, today's January 9th, I mean um, July 9th. So that's it. Jesus, can you hear me? This is uh, CK Money. Oh. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. I was hey. uh, listening to your uh, review of the events this past weekend. It sounded like you had a pretty exciting time. I did. Uh, the Yeah, the macaroni and cheese was... That was one of the best macaroni and cheeses I had in a long time. I tell you that. There was just a little bit left at the end, and I almost took it home, but I remembered the challenge. So I was like, I messed up bad enough, so I'm going to halt my messing up. Well, so. good luck on your challenge. I know that's a pretty hefty challenge, but um, I, like you said, I've heard you. I've seen you do things like this before, and you usually come out on top. Well, thank you very much. And um, how was your weekend? Oh, it was fantastic. It was my birthday weekend, and I spent it with family and friends, and we had lots of good eating, and it was really fun. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad to hear that that our callers had a good weekend. So, what about this weekend? You got any plans for this weekend? Um, no, not really. Not really. It's going to be too hot. Yeah, now that it is. It was 95 degrees on the way home today, and, and I was suffering. <laughs> so as cheap as I am, I ran an air conditioner today. Oh, well, good thing. Well, just wanted to call and say hi, and I'm uh, glad you had a great weekend. And right, well, hang you. in there with your challenge. Thank you, and um, thank you for following me on Facebook and, and, and just supporting me. I, I truly do appreciate it. You are quite welcome. All right. Good evening, and continue to listen. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. All right, y'all. So we haven't talked enough about personal, so now it's time to roll into the sports thing. So free agency, that's the big thing going on right now in the NBA. There has been a ton of action, a ton of hits, a ton of misses, and, and we're going to get into some of the big ones right now. Now, of course, we're saving the big, big ones for later. But what I'll do is I'll go through each team, starting with the Atlanta Hawks, just doing my alphabetical order so you all can follow along, and talk about some of their moves and tell you what I think about them. Atlanta Hawks. They had a choice of two players. It was Damari Carroll 
or Millsap. And Millsap was the person they went after. So three years, $59 million. Um, good money for Millsap. But, I mean, he gave them a discount the first two years. So game, knock him in for trying to get paid. The Hawks lose the junkyard dog, which I think is very important. But if Sheffalosa can play next year, they have talent there. They have Baysmore. So they have some talent that's just going to have to step up. So we'll see how that goes. But in all, you can't say Atlanta did get worse. But that doesn't mean that they still can't compete. All right, Boston. Boston had like a million players, it seems like. Boston got David Lee. That's one of the key players. They got him from Golden State. Golden State was trying to unload salary so they wouldn't have to pay so much luxury tax. And Boston was there to scoop them up. <clears throat> but what you now have is you have Jerry Sullinger, you have Tyler Zeller, you have David Lee. Um the guy who hurt Kevin Love's shoulder, I forgot his name. <laughs> but Boston has pieces. But this is what I feel about Boston, and y'all tell me if I'm, I'm mistaken. Boston seems to have a lot of pieces, but no great pieces, if that makes sense. Like they got Avery Bradley and they got Evan Turner and then – they drafted the point guard from Louisville, you know, and they got the rookie from last year, um, the point guard. So it's like you got four quality players, and I'm not saying quality is in LeBron quality, but but good players. So you got Marcus Smart coming off the bench behind Avery Bradley. And then you got Isaiah Thomas. Don't forget Isaiah Thomas, and you got Evan Turner. And then up front, you got Zeller center. You got Kelly Onick at center, so you got two centers right there. You got Jared Sullinger, a power forward, and then you got David Lee, a power forward, you know. And don't forget they drafted R.J. Hunter. Not sure how much playing time he gets as a rookie, but you know, they drafted him. So it's like they have a glob of decent to good players. So we'll see what how they make their team. I think they got better with the David Lee trade. And they just have so many pieces in the future that you really could see Boston in the next few years um, coming back and really compete. And don't forget, they got to the playoffs this year, which was a huge accomplishment. I know it was the eighth, the seventh seed, but they got there with a with a young head coach and a young team. So watch out Celtics. All right. Let's talk about some of these other moves. Do we want to go to Brooklyn next? Brooklyn, I don't know where they're getting all this money from. I have no idea. But they signed um, Lopez and they signed Young. So they kept him around. They still got Joe Johnson's salary on books. And they also got Darren Williams. So they stayed the same. I just don't see them competing in the East any more than they did, you know. So maybe they win a the first-round game, but in terms of, like, truly pursuing the championship, the moves weren't made to do that. <clears throat> All right, Charlotte Hornets. They added 
an interesting piece in the draft who um, T-Nex and I both like. We both like um, Frank Siminski. Um, free agency, they, they obtained Matt Barnes as the trading. Um, they traded a lot of pieces. But ultimately, I mean, I don't see him being any better than the eight seed. And T-Nex, you there? I'm here, baby. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man, it's a rough day, man. It seems like a uh, rough day. That's all I can tell you, bro. All right. Well, man, you're talking about the favorite thing in the world now. So, man, you let all the roughness out the window, and we're talking about sports now. Yeah, I'm going to cut it loose now. What, 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 what are we talking about, bro? I think we're talking about NBA. Yeah, we're talking about free agency, man. So um, <laughs> what we're doing right now is just going through some of the teams. We're, we're saving the big deals for a little bit later, man. Okay. So we done ran through the Hawks, the Celtics. We done ran through the Nets and the Hornets. Now we to the Bulls. And you know the Bulls' big move was keeping Jimmy Butler, man. That was yeah. huge. Yeah. They kept Jimmy Butler, and uh, uh, it seems like Joe Kim Noah's going to go ahead and remain there. But um, with they draft picks, um, Jimmy Butler is, is one of the biggest uh, best-kept secrets uh, but Portis that they drafted out of Arkansas, will this free up some more? I mean, you see them uh, letting any other people go sometimes after next year? I mean, after next year, Joe Kim Noah is actually an unrestricted free agent. So depending on what his salary requirements are, he could be gone by then. Right. Um, Kirk, right. Kirk Heinrich is old anyway, and Aaron Brooks is just a point guard. So, and Najee Muhammad, nobody cares about him. He's been playing it seems like since nineteen ninety six. Right. Right. So, so, so I mean, the Bulls. I mean, they're just in a position right now. T Knicks, in my mind, they're still in the top four or five seeds in the East, but they don't have enough to meet to, to like truly push Cleveland. Right. Or well, even push Atlanta for that matter. Which I probably missed, but uh, <laughs> I mean yeah. that's one thing about the Hawks. I mean, did they get any better? Or did they get any worse? And from they got worse. You you really yeah, and a lot of people saying that they did get worse, and they and they said um, uh, from from you know backtracking that a lot of people saying that they should have let Paul Millsap go and and gave that money to Demari Carroll, which Demari Carroll I don't think is worth sixty million dollars either. But he's a good 40, 45 for what he's done done for the team, especially in the playoffs. He really showed up. And uh, I think that was a big loss for for uh, Atlanta, letting him get away to Toronto. Yeah, and one of the keys to Knicks with Atlanta and the way you look at what these players are getting paid is we have to use a sliding scale because right now, you know how you said this year, Damari Carroll wasn't worth, let's just say, Wait to see. Amari Carroll's cap's going to jump so much. Gotcha. So next year will be very interesting to see what people do. We're going to talk a little bit more about LeBron's contract. Y'all keep in context. We say 2016 is going to be the salary. What's up? We're we're talking about. Right. Well, look, now, now we're talking about LeBron, T. Knicks. I mean, they kept Kevin Love, gave him a max deal. 
How do you feel about that one? Um, you know what? It's it's it only can do is make them better. I mean, they got the NBA finals, so keeping Kevin Love, if if, if he stays healthy, it only makes Cleveland better. And um, you got your unrestricted agent and uh, J.R. Smith. Uh, keeping him here probably stay. Doesn't do nothing but make him better. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Uh, That's the big one. That's the one I'm not sure if they're gonna be able to keep, man. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he want eighty million, T. Nicks. He want eighty million. Eighty million. Eighty million. That's what he wants. Yeah. He wants eighty million. So think about it. You got LeBron getting what he getting. You got he Love getting what he getting. Yep, Irvin. I mean, you can only match out so many players, man. Right, right. But okay, what is by saying that? What teams can actually pay him? Toronto. Can he yeah, actually? Toronto. Yeah. 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 Toronto can play him, but what I think is, I know Tristan Thompson and LeBron um, James is. They both have the same agent, which is LeBron's homeboy. So I think right. somehow, some way, they'll find a way to keep Tristan Thompson in town. But it's just interesting how much their tax bill is going to be, man. That tax bill is going to be more than the tax bill of Atlanta, man. Yeah. You, and you have luxury right. tax. Right. And, and, and is LeBron James or Kevin Love going to give up their money to keep a Tristan Thompson? No, they just got they. They literally just got their money. They ain't giving yeah. them nothing. Yeah, they ain't giving them nothing. So I mean, I don't know what Tristan Thompson. I mean, he would be better off just saying, "Hey, I just want to leave Cleveland and go after some money." If he want to go ahead and get that mentality like Carmelo Anthony, he can go to the Knicks. He can go to Toronto. He probably can go to Boston and and. And make it make itself there, and probably be on a mediocre team or less than mediocre team, and then he'll get up getting his money. He doesn't care about championship rings. Not going up to the table asking Cleveland for eighty million dollars, and he got at least three players that's a whole lot better than he is: Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and LeBron James. I'll tell you like this though, bro. I'll go up asking for eighty-two. That don't, that don't mean that's what I'm gonna get. <laughs> right. Right. So he can so, add. So it would be interesting to see what happens from that situation. So his whole deal is, uh, do you want championships ring or you want to get your money? I, yeah, true enough. You're probably getting made. Your minimum wage in the NBA is probably more than what most people, uh, 80 or 90% of people in America are making. But at the same time, like I said, if you, you can ask for it, but with a salary cap tied up in three people on one team of a 15-man roster, 14, 15-man roster, you just blowing smoke, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, you, it's, it's called posturing, man. I do it at my job, man. Give me $150,000, man. Here, you get 20000 yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah, part man. of it, man. But but it'll be interesting to see how that ends up, man. So uh, we we go skip the next – well, we got to mention the next team just for a second, um, Dallas. We're going to talk about the escapades later. But um, they did get Wesley Matthews from, from Portland. Um, right. They, in my mind, they overpaid because they got him for they got an injured player and they're taking a huge chance. But um, we'll see how it works out. But we're gonna come back to them too, Nick. So don't even worry about Dallas. Dallas and Cleveland, we coming back to. Right. Right. Denver. We gonna hit that demo on the break, homeboy. Yep, we'll do that. Hey, I just want to thank everybody for listening to Nick Sports Radio. You got T. Nick's the producer. You got Kev the analyst. Thank you for listening to us. 
on NickSports.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about more about NBA free agency and what you think is going to happen and what you think it might happen. We'll be right back. NickSports Radio. Yup.
this lame nigga Patrick. She said, what kind of girl do you think that I are? The kind that you meet in a bar? You think you can get whatever you want because you're some kind of star. No, I'm a comic. I just want your woman. Hey, if I were you, it would be me that I go home with. Three, the one and only. One thing you ain't considered. I heard you when you told your girl, oh, we can get it. Admit it. You did it. Let's have a cab and split it. I'm kidding. We both coins the way you listen. <laughs> I got you giggling like a piglet. Oh, that's the ticket. I hope you're more like Anita Baker than Robert Gibbons. No, I don't know that lady, so let me quit it. I'm just style free it. Freestyling with your girl, them lips. That's just what I'm telling you. Cause I went on that shit. Like I'm in a jail with two. I'm your producer, T-Mix. We got Camp the Analyst. We have been talking about NBA free agency. And where did we get to, bro? Was it Dallas or were we on to the next one? We on Denver, man. Okay, we on the Denver Nuggets. Who we are skipping. <laughs> Ain't nothing too we much talking about. We talking about major moves, exactly. Major so move, skipping. major move, Okay. Yeah, so Detroit is skipped, and we're going to Golden State, the, the champions of the world. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a big thing, man. What you what you got? What what was what you dealing with about the Golden State free agency? They had one huge one. <clears throat> there was some fear that Draymond Green might, might leave, but no, he stuck around, which is what he should do. Right. Got himself $85 million. And then also another huge, um, in my mind, somebody who really showed me something in the playoffs, And that's um uh, oh his name is slipping me right now. He came from Phoenix. What back at this? Nah, <laughs> nah. He resigned. So um, speaks. He he's a huge one um, that they kept. So Golden State's in a good position to um, to do well again. Um, Houston to me didn't have to make any huge moves, and they didn't. So um, it would be good for them to get Josh Smith back, I think. Well, for his price tag, you think it would be good for them to get him back? 
It matters on what his price tag is. Is it what he got before the year, or is it what he played for last year? Last year he played for five million. He's well worth five, six, seven million. But when right. you're paying James Harden and when you're playing Dwight Howard, it's hard to pay Josh Smith more than ten million dollars. So now, now you know the Houston Rockets at the 18th pick, uh, Decker from Wisconsin, same position as Josh Smith. Uh, yeah, but in my mind, Decker's not ready for a, a playoff run. Like Decker's a good person if you're what if your um, goal is to get to the first round, right? But Don't forget but, they played Golden State in the finals for the West. Right. So Houston has aspirations that's better, and what you want to do with a player like Decker is bring him off the bench, and then eventually see if he can start. But this team is is going for championships, so in my mind, you can't take that chance and go with a go with a Decker being a rookie because he may react well, but at the same time he may not. You don't want to be stuck with a at a at such a at a starting position with a rookie. That's a that's a tough place to go, man. But yeah, but you what but you gotta look at it. He's he's is is Josh Smith what you think is he's the third third option behind Dwight Howard and uh how you call him Grizzly Adams. You know James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. Or is will he be the second option as far as being a scorer? I mean No, it's, it's not the scoring, that's the thing. He he could get you points in bunches, but the place he was so effective for them was playing defense because he could play the small forward and the power forward. Right. And yeah, Decker's not there yet to play to play NBA power forwards on defense. He's not there. I feel better about Terrence Jones starting than I do Decker, just being honest with you. Not saying that Decker's not going to get there because I think he's going to be a good NBA player. If we were talking about Boston here, we were talking about Denver. Oh, I think you start him all day. But this team made it to the Final Four, man. So I just think you got to go ahead and try to take a chance and keep a Josh Smith if he's reasonable. Well, well okay. What you what you think? What you think his uh, his price tag would probably be? Because you know he's been in he's been in the league for quite some time. So you know, as you in the league, your minimum wage go up. I mean, I think. To be honest with you, I think a good seven to ten million is a good amount to pay. Seven to ten million. Okay. Yeah, I I give him ten million. So when if he what what five years? So you give him fifty million for five years? Oh, you don't give no, you don't give Josh Smith a five year contract. Heck no. <laughs> you give him a one year contract because then by next year I expect Decker to be where I want him to be. So Josh Smith to me is just a, a bridge gap, and he may come back the following year for a discounted rate. To right. come off the bench, but I'm looking at Josh Smith as a one year deal. So hopefully, if if, if uh, Decker uh, can actually, if he can meet the expectation of of what they, what the Houston Rockets uh, would will fill out for him, uh, Sam Decker, you know, he's small forward slash power forward, six nine two nineteen out of Wisconsin. Uh, he wasn't. I mean, he was instrumental for Wisconsin to do what they did in the tournament. But um, like you said, rookies, that's, that's, those are the, some of the uh, tricks that you – and the risk that you got to take on them. So, therefore, uh, Josh Smith, seven, well, you said seven to $10 million. Yep, seven to ten over one year. I guess that would be reasonable. I guess. But how old is Josh Smith? Man? He's like, what, 31, 32 they're probably about the same age as Dwight Howard, you know, because right. they went to high school together. So, right. 
I would say 31, and just that chemistry right there. You saw certain games where him and Dwight Howard played masterfully together. I just think it's well worth it to keep Josh Smith. Got you. Got you. Okay, bro, moving on to the – is the Pacers um, worth talking about? Of course they are, I would think. Um, Scola, that's our idea. But, no, um, they got Monte Ellis, which was a nice pickup from from Dallas. Right. I mean, they're fighting right now for the eight seven seed, depending on how Paul George recovers. But I mean, they traded Roy Hibbert, Hibbert, so and they lost David West, so their whole team construct is going to be different. So I'm not too worried about Indiana. They may surprise just because they have good coaching and good leadership. But yeah, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip the Clippers. (laughs) We skipping the Clippers. Yep, because we got to come back to them. Um, The Lakers. I don't care who the Lakers got. It seems like they got a bunch of bums, you know? And I'm not saying bums like like can't play bums. It's just the Lakers had aspirations to get a LaMarcus Aldridge or a Kevin Love, and instead they get a Jordan Clarkson and Roy Hibbert. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Like they right. didn't get back in, into relevance for me. They drafted, of course, um, the point guard from Ohio State, but but they didn't get that that marquee name that really brings them back into prominence to go with Kobe. So and, and I, I think and we can I, kind of and I think a big problem with that is uh you know the Lakers I think they're giving Kobe thirty five million dollars this year and I think this is Kobe's last year personally. So I mean I think the Lakers are pretty much like he's, I think they tanking this thing they're going to tank it this year. And uh, and take that point guard and 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 build off of that. Uh, and I just I think I mean it's just going to be another disappointing season for for Lakers fans next year. So yeah, I think just, yeah, I think man, you hope D'Angelo Russell gets some playing experience, and you hope they get some players next year. Now right. we can go to Memphis T Knicks, who um. Mark Gasol went back to Memphis, which was huge for them because they have one of the top four teams in the West, you know? Right. And a defensive if, team in the West at, at that. Yeah, so if Conley doesn't get hurt last year, I'm not saying that they beat Golden State, but they gave Golden State the toughest series. I think they gave them even the toughest – overall, they gave them a tougher series than Cleveland did because Cleveland was missing so much, you know, around game five and six. Right, right. So, so Memphis, San Antonio, Golden State, Clippers, you know, those are four in the Rockets, the five good teams next year. And, and we'll see what some of the other teams that we're about to mention do. But they kept the saw, which was huge. Right, right. Okay, okay, we got the Heat, bro. T. Knicks, what do you think about, what do you think about um, D-Wade, man? What did you think about that? Man, I, I think, man. i think... surprised that he signed for one year, man. I'm surprised he signed for one year. They w- I, I, I think it had to do they wouldn't let him go to Cleveland. So, uh, and they, Chris Bosh is, is not a hairliner. You know, even though Dwayne Wade with his two bad knees, he, he's still a bigger hairliner than Chris Bosh. So, I am surprised that he stayed. I think it's more of a loyalty thing and and then now his career, and heck, who want to leave South Beach anyway and go to Cleveland? I think it's a $20 million thing, too, man. You know, they gave him a nice one-year deal, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I get $20 million. Heck, uh, a lot of people don't get a $20 million deal. But you know what? They have the salary cap to do it, and they could have got a couple of more other people. But I think this is just going to be a going-out party for Dwayne Wade, and he's just going to be basically on vacation. Well, so, I think the whole key to the Heat, man, wasn't even who they, what they did in free agency. Of course, they kept Dragic, um, their point guard, which was huge. Right. But Justice Winslow, getting him with the 10th pick, Right. You know how much I told you I was liking him, man. Yeah. So that's my boy, man. And I just think way coaching with him and working with him for a couple of years, man, I just really think that, that he can, can do some things. So, man, we'll see what happens with him, man. Well, well, I mean, it was kind of weird not to see the Miami Heat in the playoffs this year. It was it was like wow Miami's really not in it. I mean, and then you look at teams like Milwaukee, they in it. Boston, they did well. Yeah, they did well. And uh, the Pelicans, I mean, like wow, really? These people made it, and the Heat didn't. But that's that's what happened in sports, man. It's the changing of the guard. Yeah, it's good coaching because Jason Kidd did a wonderful job up in Milwaukee to turn them from the worst team in the league. Who lost Jabari Parker? You know, right? They lost their best player, their top rookie, and they still made the playoffs, man. So that was one great coaching job from Jason Kidd, man. And I'll be interested to see what they do next year with Jabari Parker in, in house. Right. And who did they get? Who did they get in the draft? Uh, uh, Robinson. Uh, shooting guard out of UNLV. Oh uh, no, Vaughn. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn is shooting guard out of UNLV. And so, uh, Jason Kidd, you know by him being a former point guard, uh, I think I think it's real important to get those generals and those guys that that, that handle the ball a lot, the experience he need. And then, I mean, throughout the history of the NBA Finals or whatever, I mean, you had to have some super, well, not super, but some general type uh, ball controlling, you know, distribution type point guards. I mean, I didn't see any team that win a championship with no rinky dink guards. You always had good guards, whether it was Magic and Scott or Isaiah and Dumas or somebody like that. You always had a, you always had those veteran guards in that championship. So, Jason Kidd is, is what I think this is be what his second or third tenure with uh, Milwaukee. Second year because he coached um, Brooklyn the year before. Okay, so so I mean he's trying to establish that those two yards and uh, and everything will pretty much become automatic after that. So, uh, is, seeing Milwaukee do that, Jason Kidd do that with Milwaukee is is great, man. It's great. Yeah, we'll see how it translates to that next team, Minnesota, man. They didn't uh, really do anything um, free agency, but they had a heck of a draft. Well, yeah, because uh, Kevin Love helped them out. It's no about him leaving. They helped him out with a whole lot of stuff. So, Yeah, because they got Wiggins, and then yeah, they drafted Cal. So, basically, they got the last two years number one picks. Right. So, therefore... I don't I don't know how Minnesota is actually gonna play this off. 
I mean, they're in the same boat with my New York Knicks. I mean, and there's not a lot going on with them. I mean, they uh, I mean, they didn't have anybody that's really important that was on the unrestricted list. Justin Hamilton, Robbie Hummel, and uh, Arnaz uh, Okanau. I mean, this was a subpar team, and uh, and when after Kevin Love left, I mean, they really fell off of the radar. I mean, a Minnesota game, it was no different from an afternoon rain shower. But we're going to have to see what's going on with them uh, and see if that Kevin Love trade paid off for them. Yep. And, um, I mean, we'll see what happens. But um, New Orleans, all you got to say is two words. Anthony Davis, the Brown, got the most money you could get. So, right. deserved it. You pay him whatever you have to to keep him in the house to get to keep one of the, in my mind, the best 10 players in the league on your team. And and the best in the young category, right? So they did what they needed to do. Your Knicks, we go. We don't care what they did. No, not really, because they really didn't do nothing. Uh, I thought they were going to go after uh, a big name in the draft, maybe a center, maybe a guard. But they turned around and went after uh, European. I don't know. Maybe he fits the triangle offense for the Zen Master. Uh, which is a contradiction with Carmelo Anthony on the team, but moving right along, bro. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma City, um, they're going to lose Ennis Cancer probably because um, Portland signed him to a nice offer sheet. Not a tremendous loss, but would be nice to keep. Let's go ahead and skip down to Orlando. Um, nothing really happened in Orlando, T-Knicks. Philly, I don't even like discussing Philly just because nobody knows what's going on there. They don't know. Right. Phoenix had a nice pickup that looks even better now, Tyson Chandler, because Dallas let Chandler go thinking they were going to get a certain individual that we're going to talk about in a minute. But yeah. now they're out of the musical chairs business because Tyson Chandler is now with Phoenix. Portland lost a lot, T-Knicks. If any team, to me, this team got worse <laughs> faster than anybody else because they lost four of their five starters, T-Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Damian Lillard came back. They signed him to a max deal. Congratulations. But the rest of your team, man, is boo-boo. Maybe yeah. I just don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm worried about y'all. I think Gerald Henderson was a nice pickup, and you got rid of some salary, but, yeah, yeah. But, it I doesn't mean, inspire me. Why would Why would – four to five starter leave Portland. Is it management? Is it coaching? I mean what well, Wesley Matthews was hurt. So they didn't want to pay him what he got. So I get that one. Because you're taking a huge chance on paying a hurt man for four years. Right. Lamarcus Aldridge, he went he wanted to go to a quality organization. So that conversation you were having about titles right. and playing with the best coach in the game, that's what motivated Aldridge. It wasn't about Portland being a bad team, it was about going to, you know, yeah, somewhere where he felt he could win. And the other two just weren't, I mean, they were starters, but they weren't excellent starters, and they just commanded a little more in free agency than Portland was willing to do. So Portland said, okay, instead of us staying me- mediocre, man, let's go ahead and clear, clear the roster, um, mm-hmm. start over with Lillard and see what we can do. And turn around and be the bottom pretty much be the cesspool of the West Conference. 
We'll see, man, because they, they have some players. I don't think they made the playoffs again, but you're, you're putting them down there with, with um, Sacramento and Minnesota, man. I don't know if you put them that low. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Sacramento tried. And Sacramento got Roger Rondo. I wouldn't, man, the way that dude played last year, man, I wouldn't give him 50 cents. <laughs> man, he was horrible in Dallas, but we'll see because we know at his best in Boston, man, he could ball. Right. Right. That was their move, and we'll see what happens with Cousins. Um, we're going to pop down to the bottom three T-Nicks, and then we're going to pop back up to um, some of my favorites. Okay. Toronto. Toronto got our boy. Both of us like the junkyard dog, man, Damari Carroll. Right. Hate the same lead, but it was between him and Millsap. And I think, let's put it this way. With Hoffett, remember how Damari Carroll was one of the first names that was called out saying what amount of money he got and everything. Right. I think Damari Carroll, to your point, was way out of what – I think Atlanta would have paid 9 to 10 for him. I just don't think they were willing to go to 15. Right. Well, I don't think Paul Millsap was worth it. I don't think he was worth $60 million for three years. Can you justify that for me? Oh, maybe, maybe well, I'm tell just... me this. Well, I don't, I don't think it came down to that. I think it came down to Toronto put the big money on the table – so do you want to lose Millsap and lose Demari Carroll? They could get. I mean, twenty million dollars for three years, or sixty million dollars for three years. You don't think you could get Demari Carroll fifteen or twelve? I don't think. Not if you ain't offered to him off the top, because I think Demari Carroll just went like. Remember, he didn't. I don't think he gave Atlanta the chance to negotiate back. Remember, he was one of the first names that said, no, he's four years, $60 million. Right. So I think he, like, no, he's, number one, don't forget, his role in Toronto is going to be a lot huger, which he mentioned in his article that he penned to the fans. So I don't think it was all about money. I think he's going to have a much larger role in Toronto, you know? So so, 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 so you're saying Demari Kell had a breakout season. He was a mediocre player before he came to Atlanta had a breakout season and saying that he he needs more than what the Atlanta Hawks was giving him. And that was the yeah, he, Not Not team. We're talking about individual roles at this point. So would you rather be the sixth option? So think about it. The four others made the All-Star game. He didn't. Right. So that has to tug on you to say, like, I know I'm better than the fifth option on another team. Let me go to Toronto and be the third option, or let me go to Toronto and be the second option. Right. So even when you read his article, okay, it's about the money. Don't get it twisted. But a, a bigger part of it is he would still be the fifth fiddle on the Atlanta team. Right. And his, I mean, his article, the way he wrote it was was very interesting. I really could appreciate it. And you could read in his insight that it wasn't all about the money. Don't get it twisted. The money was part of it, but he didn't pull a um, – some uh, Carmelo Anthony to your point, or Joe Johnson, where it was strictly about the money. Right. So that's one of the keys with Demari Car- Carroll, and I wish him the best, man. Yeah, but, it, um, it, he he probably uh, end up being the best player, the second best player on that team. I mean, yeah, it, and it, that's what he wants. Right. Right. I because, like it. you said, all those years when everybody else was saying he was mediocre, he was decent. He was just the ninth or tenth option on the team. You know, in his mind. So he feels right. like, okay, this is my option to truly show what I'm about. 
And don't forget, they don't pay them taxes. They don't pay the same taxes up in Canada either. So <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. All right, Utah, bro. Um, Utah. Nothing. Washington, nothing. y'all lost Paul Pierce. All right, we done got rid of the other teams too, Nick. So um, let's start with the San Antonio Spurs, man. This is um, my favorite for next year's championship. I know it's way too early, man, but they was my favorites for this year's championship. Yeah, look, as long man. as Tim Duncan's playing, as long as Gene uh, Manu Ginobili's playing, they're my favorites anyway. But then you add LaMarcus Aldridge. Look, Tim Duncan is going to be on vacation next summer, next 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 season. You got Kawhi Leonard and you got Aldridge, two young boys doing all the work, and then you got Tony Parker and Ginobili just, just, you know, distributing. Okay, let these two young boys do it. Okay, Tim. With, Tim Duncan might average seven points and maybe nine rebounds. <laughs> and the Spurs might end up with the best best record at the All Star break. Yeah, because it's just about them gaining the chemistry and and having Aldridge understand how to play. Because they brought Danny Green back, so they got the starting four with the exception of Aldridge. So that'll be an adjustment, but they'll work him in. And then T next, you got Ginobili as the first man off the bench, and you know who your first big man is off the bench. David West, who yeah. took $1.5 million to come play for y'all, man. I mean, that first seven, I'll put that against anybody, man. And I don't care that they're old. You can give me old veteran players that understand the game of basketball the way this team does, and I'll take it. I can't wait for them and Golden State. Like, I'm already looking. Man, I hope nobody knocks them out because I want to see them and Golden State play next year. I want to see them play this year. But I really want to see them next year, T-Niz, because I just think that series right there has the chance to be – because don't forget, the Spurs and the Clippers series this year was wonderful. Right, right. They're so probably one of the best series in, in, the whole, in the whole tournament. It was the best. It was the it best was, by far to me. The quality of basketball in that series, with the exception of a couple of blowouts, man, Chris Paul hitting that last shot to take them out, man, Duncan – and Ginobili and and Parker and and Splitter man and then you got Paul and you got Blake Griffin who was balling out of control right and DeAndre Jordan man that series was magnificent and to imagine the Spurs would be even better this year and you'll have Golden State with another year of experience see next man I just can't wait for the Western Conference Finals and if San Antonio keep doing this man Tim Duncan can play for another probably two three years. If they make, if they keep making moves like this, yeah, because right now, like you said, he only has to pay in regular season. He only has to play twenty eight minutes, right? If he wants to, he doesn't play the back to backs. He just plays the first game of the back to backs, and you can do the same thing with David West. Save his legs some too, you know. Right, and then when the playoffs come, you know, if you need to update minutes, stay fresh enough to do it. There you go. So. um my favorite team of the, the entire off season. They're my um, my pick to go to the um, playoffs. So, right. T Knicks, we only got one more team that we can talk about before we go into um, the break. Okay. So, the team we got, you know, if you don't know what team I'm saving yet, um, you haven't been watching too much basketball. Mm-hmm. But um, well, we gonna talk. We gonna talk um, Dallas. Y'all lost out on um, <laughs> your prize. Sorry. 
oh, y'all lost out on your prize. So it just ruins your entire plan to for lose the, out on DeAndre Jordan. You feel for the next for the next few years. Yeah, because Dirk is old, man. Dirk thought he was going to have one more chance with DeAndre being the key piece and Wesley Matthews and, and Parsons doing the heavy work. And like we were talking about with Tim Duncan, um, Nowitzki only having to play 28 to 32 minutes. But you can't do that now. And you're lucky if you make the playoffs because you lost Tyson Chandler, Monte right. Ellis, and then you also lost DeAndre Jordan, T-Nick. So, um, so now you're down there fighting with T. You you having a hard time with people like Phoenix now? Yeah, <laughs> you having a hard time with Phoenix? Uh, I mean, Portland still got a lot to look at to find out where they're sitting at. Uh, I mean, you gonna be scraping that bottom that what that tenth, ninth, eighth, seventh seed? Yep, that's what you're fighting for, and that's what they were fighting for anyway with all that. <laughs> right. So I mean, so. that's 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 the crazy part about it, man. I mean, and uh. Don't get me wrong. It's all about chemistry and everything like that. But whew, it's crazy, man. That that was a that was a blow to the Dallas Mavericks by not getting Jordan. Yeah, and T Knicks. When we come back, we got two NBA teams to talk about. One team made the finals last year, and one team made the fail swoop to try to save a player from making a bad decision. T Knicks. So we gonna have stories. Stories to talk about. Two fun stories to talk about the next 30 minutes, see Knicks. All right. All right. Hey, you've been listening to Knicks Sports Radio with T. Nick, the producer. We got Kev, the analyst. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more NBA. Thank you for tuning in to Nick Sports Radio on NickSports.com. Don't forget to follow yes, my Facebook page. And, uh, We'll be right back with some more NBA after this. I was wondering if there was something that 
And welcome back to Nick Sports Radio. You would do so. T Nick, we got care of the analysts. We've been talking NBA free agency. We are now in the second hour of our show. Bro, you still there? Yeah, I'm here, T Nick. How about right, you? Man. you? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling a little bit better, man. We're talking about stuff I like, man. So uh, what are we talking about now? Well, first of all, T-Nix, it's going to be a new segment that we're going to add to the show, man. So um, I know it's a favorite of our audience that's called, um, when we mentioned Jackass of the Week, man. But we also got to uh, do what's called the G of the Week. So the G of the Week is somebody who does something that's hard, that's tough, that's, that's, that's just gangster, good, godly, whatever you want to call it, man. Right. And, and that person this week, T Nicks, is Carly Lloyd, striker for the women's um, U.S. team. Soccer, yeah, U.S. soccer team. This girl is, is – she had a good tournament. Don't get it twisted. But to score three goals in 16 minutes in a World Cup finals, T Nicks, that's the definition of stepping up. That's a hat trick, so, eh? It's a hat trick, man. And, and – <laughs> In 16 minutes, T Nix, that's that's some stuff that that our high school girl used to do to like the little kids. You know, the little sorry girl who right. just created a soccer team last year. And to do that against the team that beat you in the World Cup four years before, and to score the way she scored that third shot, T Nix, basically from midfield. Right. That's the definition of stepping up. You are the G of the week, Carly. Um, congratulations to the women's World Cup team, T Knicks. They dominated. They went out and stole what they had, and they brought it home to the U.S. So, ladies, yeah. I'm clapping my hands for you. Yeah. So, Congrats G of you. the week is the team, but the, the one G of the week is Carly Lloyd. Carly Lloyd, she's the first. She's the first uh, G of the week. Yes, sir. Radio. Put it in. What episode is this, bro? What episode is this? 86? 87? 87. 87. Episode 87. Carly G is our first annual G Award on here on Next Sports Radio. All right, T Next. Now, we're going to get into um, – let's go ahead and get LeBron out the way. Congratulations. Okay. Signed for two years, um, option on the second year. Um, We knew he was going back to Cleveland, and we knew he wasn't going to um, sign a super long-term deal. And and now what I can do is address to our listeners, the reason LeBron doesn't want to sign a super long-term deal is, number one, he probably doesn't um, trust Dan Gilbert, the owner. But number two, more importantly, the salary cap is going to skyrocket next year based off of um, the TV deal and some other dealings that the NBA has. And the players have a huge opportunity to make. Um, They're spending as much upward as $10 million more a year for your star players. Right. So it's a good chance um, LeBron opts out again and then go ahead and becomes a free agent at the end of next year and really cashes in on Cleveland if he still likes Cleveland or with another team that's willing to pay him the big bucks. And KD who you've been talking about for a while, T-Nick. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Washington will have that extra money to go after him, and they'll have um, John Wall and KD, and they'll have um, Bradley Beal. That'll be a nice threesome to start with, man. And, and if, if Kevin Durant does go to Washington, that'll be my new East Conference champion. 
I don't care what LeBron have up there. That'll be my new East Conference champion. I love my All right. But, woo, my God. Now, if Atlanta can get Kevin Durant in Atlanta, okay. But that's gonna be that's gonna be the cornerstone. That's gonna be the the tail of the tape right there. But uh, how much more are they gonna be able to? How much more is going into the salary cap again? They said it might jump between fifteen to twenty five million. Oh wow! Yeah, no, they're talking about a huge jump next year, T Nick. So that's why you see some players. That's why you saw D Wade take a one year deal. It's like, right. man, look. I know I can get me a lot of money over the next three years after next year, so I might be older, but I still can get me a good contract. So that's why right. you saw some of the best players taking those um, those year deals or KD not re-signing over the um, summer. So right. um, next year will be interesting, but at base, LeBron got his money. Now, T-Nix, this is the one I want to talk about because this thing was a soap opera, man. I feel like um, we're talking about days of our lives, a general hospital or something right here, man. Right, right. DeAndre Jordan. So he commits to Mark Cuban and, and Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons. Hey, man, come to Dallas. I want to be the star of the team, man. Um, you know, I'm ready to be that franchise player. I'm ready to dominate. You know, they used to take me off the court in the Clippers because I couldn't make free throws. Chris Paul used to cuss me out and make me look bad on TV. I'm just sad, and I'm leaving um, the Clippers. So... This dude tells Dallas, you know, Mark Cuban's a good seller. He has a show about selling, about, you know, closing. Right. It's called Shark Tank. So right. he gets in the Shark Tank. He pulls out the big one of the big sharks out of um out of free agency. But this shark isn't completely on the hook like they think he is. So he starts squirming. So this shark right here, T-Nix, makes a call to Doc Rivers. Basically saying, hey, Doc, um, I might have overreacted. I know I told these dudes that I'm signing here, man, but, you know, I'm still kind of considering the Clippers. So Doc Rivers, the owner of the Clippers, and J.J. Reddick, I don't know if Blake Griffin went or not. He may have. Right. And Chris Paul all go down to his Houston home on Wednesday night after they pitch him, and they, they can kind of tell he really wants to go back to the Clippers. And basically, shut in his house, he's avoiding calls from Chandler Parsons. Oh, his agent he, is avoiding calls. That's what <laughs> No, he wasn't taking calls from his agent. Right. And and Mark Cuban, and then at 12.01, he signs a contract with the Clippers, man. So, Basically, Dallas's entire plan to build around the cornerstone of DeAndre Jordan is just gone kaput. Now they have pieces that don't even fit anywhere. Right. They don't have that cornerstone player, and the Clippers actually kept their chances alive to be relevant in the West. Right. Teenagers. So, yeah. Which soap opera was it? Days of Our Lives, um, As the World Turns? Man... Hey, this this thing is probably uh, more of on uh, all my children because <laughs> uh, she's not on the show anywhere. But Erica Kane, boy, she would make promises to everybody on the show, and then when whatever she failed what fell through for her, she cut everybody off. DeAndre Jordan was Erica Kane on all my children, man. I'm telling you. 
that was that was that was wrong to you the way that was kind of what I just want to know what was said. I don't like to be a fly on the wall. What was said, and what was the money difference? If even if that was a fact, it wasn't the money. Genius, it wasn't the money. I mean, really. I mean, really. I mean, and and who put them up to the to, to get out there and say, "Hey, I want to go to Dallas and I want to be relevant and all that good stuff." I mean, who put them up to that? Was it was it was it Jordan's idea? Was it Aiden's idea? I don't know. But well, from what from what the stories I read, the agent. And Mark Cuban have a great relationship. So the agents are also trying to contact DeAndre Jordan like, hey, man, we said we were going to take this last meeting with the Mavericks. What's going on? So the only people that DeAndre Jordan was talking to was his family and then members of the Clippers organization. So that last meeting that was promised to Dallas didn't even occur. And he basically ignored texts, ignored calls, and just hid. And a lot of people were calling it cowardly. It's like, if you're not going to go to Dallas, at least have the balls to tell them, hey, you know what, I had a change of heart, um, this is where I'm going. And that's where a lot of people are even more disappointed in DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, so and, and his credibility as far, I mean, whatever he signs for, when his contract is up, is anybody really going to touch him? Well, if he's good enough, they will, because this has happened before. Um, Elton Brand did it before. Carlos yeah. Boozer did it before. And we're talking about back when they were good, not how they are now. <laughs> I think you and I could create a team and get um, Brandon Boozer on it. But um, right, if he plays the way he can play, and he does play now, he'll still get deals, you know. But by that time, T. Nicks, what I think is there's going to be reform in the way that the NBA um, courting period works. Because you look at it this way, T. Nicks, you give me from 7-1 to 7-9 to basically tell you in your ear, hey, t Nick, um, I'm going to sign with Nick Sports Radio. Right. But you don't sign for another eight days. <laughs> you know? What's the purpose? Right. Why what? not? Because, uh, and I'll give you the reason, t Nick. So tell me what you think after I tell you this, okay? All right. On 7-1, to 7-9, basically what the NBA is doing is saying, okay, now we have all the information that we need to recalculate the salary cap. We have all the information we need to say, okay, this is how many millions of dollars in penalty that each team is suffering. So that's what that eight days period is for X. And I'm going to tell you what I think first and tell me what you think. Why not just start free agency on 7-9? You see what I'm saying? Do all those calculations and everything. Then start free agency where when I tell Dallas that I'm signing, I sign that same day. You know? Right. Right. So you actually trying to keep the, the players committed to what they wanted, what they say they were going to do. Yeah, because think about it. In the NFL, they have that period, like when, when free agency starts in NFL, and Dominican Sue signed the contract that first day. He didn't um, say I'm going to sign and then wait eight days. No, he signed the contract, then he was locked into that team, you know? Right. Right. And it's it's like I'm making other plans based off of the fact that you tell me you're signing and then you never sign, you know? Well, well, yeah, I think it would be some kind of – if you say you're going to commit, 
you got to have some accountability to it. To it, to yeah, it. it. And what's more accountable than putting your name on the line? You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and and it's just, and I think what it really is, it's just that Jordan was actually maybe fishing for a better deal at the same time. But no, nobody, he was offered. He, he was offered. He was offered a match from the Clippers. It wasn't about fishing the deal. His feelings yeah. was hurt because Chris Ball, Chris Paul used to yell at him, and well, um, yeah. Mark Cuban filled his head with the with the notion that he could be the man down there. So why why what what made him go back to Chris Paul? And he knew he did. You know, Chris Paul make him feel. Funny. Let's say that word, funny. Let's put it this way. It wasn't that big of a deal once he really sat down and thought, thought about it. It's like this, T-Next. I'm talking to you right now. I can tell you, man, Vic Dixon is the worst in the world. This is what he did, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So you might come to me today, but then when you go home and sleep on it, you're going to be like, hold up. Vic Dixon did that one time. All the yeah. other times in my life he's been there, he's been my brother, he's still beside me. I don't right. know what the hell Kevin's talking about. You know, but, but but at the same time, I mean, now I don't know. Do you think DeAndre Jordan could have got afraid of the responsibility of being the man in Dallas? Yeah, now, that's what Carson. That's what Chandler Parsons said. That's exactly his key words. Listen to these words right here, too, Nick. Listen to these words right here. He was afraid to be the franchise player. So why would he even say he would go to Dallas to be the man in the first place? T-Nex. Yeah. I have the right to change my mind as a man. Uh-huh. I have the right to sleep on things. Right. You're talking to the best closer in the game, Mark Cuban. Right. There, There's no NBA owner that's better at closing players. What he got a chance to do was actually sleep on it. That's right. what happened. That's the difference. He slept on it. I didn't got sold on things a million times. Man, somebody almost sold me about four different timeshares. But when I go home and actually sleep on the idea, it's like, hold up. What about all these negatives that this person selling me didn't mm-hmm. tell me? Or what about all these positives from where I came from that this person didn't even tell me? You're trying to so that's it. what it, it sells one-on-one. You're trying to sell like one- you car salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's about doing whatever I can to get you in this door. And everything Mark Cuban said is true, but he didn't say any of the positives that come from the Clippers aspect, nor is that his job. So he did the perfect sales job, man. Nobody's better selling than Mark Cuban. But then DeAndre Jordan had those extra days to sleep on it. And once he slept on it, he was like, man, I really do like L.A., man. Chris Paul ain't that bad. He yelled at me a few times, but. You know, we're going to have a sit-down talk, and he ain't going to yell at me no more. I like playing beside Blake Griffin, man. I, You hey. know, I'm good at my role on this team. So I think all of those things came into his head, and he just had a change of heart. Okay, I, I can go for that. I can go for that, bro. But it's it, – and my mind is still wrong, and the NBA has to make a change to their rules to basically say, free agency starts 7-9. You sign your deal. If you don't sign a deal, it's okay for me to – you know, right. this good faith stuff don't work. No, you put your name on this piece of paper where I can make other moves around you because now they got Wesley Matthews. And, and, and you know, they're, they're keeping their contract with him. Well, put it this way, Mark Cuban gave him the option to leave the team because of what happened, but Wesley Matthews said he's staying regardless because he got a whole bunch of money. <laughs> 
Yeah. But it's just T-Nicks, they don't have it. They can't go after anybody else at this point. All they can do is get some Elton Brand or, you know, somebody who's kind of older. You know, it's just – it just completely ruined Dallas to me this year. They might – like you like you were saying earlier, they'll go push for that 7-10 to 10 seed. With DeAndre Jordan, you could very easily see them kind of jumping into that top five conversation, you know? Well, you know what? I wouldn't even think that Dallas would even – be in the conversation. DeAndre Jordan is the number three player on his team. So how could you make him the number one and just put people around him and make him and make him a and make the team that much better? I mean, remember when Chris Paul? Remember when Chris Paul and remember when Blake Griffin were out and he was yeah. averaging twenty twenty. That's the oh. player they were banking on right there. That twenty twenty player to get you twenty points, twenty rebounds and also get you those seven block shots. Right. Get you those four block shots and those two assists. That's the player they were banking on because they saw it when Blake Griffin and Chris Paul were hurt. Right. But, yeah, and, and I guess I guess that's the whole thing you're going to have to uh, make your decisions on as a, as an owner and a GM and a, and a, and a coach is, is potential. I mean, because would you turn around and make – I mean, because you look at it like this, we might – not even be thinking about this. When Kevin Durant was hurt, would you give Westbrook that type of money? And most people would probably say, yeah, I will. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but you would kind of pause on DeAndre Jordan because he wasn't doing it on a consistent level like Westbrook was. But that was the guy that was available to him, and that's what they went on. And uh, they figured that he can do that night in and night out. But we'll never know what he would do with the Dallas Mavericks now. He has signed with the Clippers. Cuban is out in the cold with nowhere to go and no team to really build off of. Yeah, he's he's just lost his musical chairs, man. He got, he got left sitting out, man. It's hard to find quality big men. And, and dude, you had – he had a mid-tier level person that he could have just went back to, like, hey, Tyson Chandler, let me go ahead and give you three years, you know, $45 right. million. That's off the table. Now finish and grab him up. Right. So, and, and I, yeah. I guess I guess uh, free agency is pretty much like the stock market on Wall Street. You either got to make it, you got to take a risk, or you're going to get left out, and sometimes you get stuck holding nothing. So. Yeah. It's You're all, right. It's all good. Hey, bro, can I do something right quick? Go ahead. Man, let me run down some Major League Baseball scores. <laughs> all right, run through them, T-Nicks. Okay. Because all-star game coming up, so we do need to talk a little baseball. Yeah, and it's in our hometown. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Great American Ballpark, Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, right now, St. Louis and Pittsburgh, they're on the rain delay. Uh, so we're waiting to see if they're going to postpone that or start it later. Uh, at the top of the fifth, the Cincinnati Reds are losing to Miami, one to nothing. And uh, top of the fifth, Houston is up on Cleveland uh, with one out. Uh, and uh, it's one man on second. Uh, bottom of the first, Detroit and Minnesota then got started. Detroit is up one to nothing, and they they have two on base. A uh, final for Oakland and the New York Yankees. The Yankees wipe them out. 
up there in the Bronx, six to two, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is uh they it's a final. They lose they lose to Kansas City in Kansas City eight three. Uh Toronto is down two zip to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Atlanta games that are gonna be played. Atlanta is at Colorado and that's an eight forty game. Philadelphia is at LA, that's a ten ten game. That's Eastern Standard Time, of course. And at ten ten PM you got the Angels at the Seattle Mariners. And uh, oh, let me go ahead and give you ten, tennis score. Uh, Serena Williams beat uh, Sharapova six two to six four in a final. So Serena Williams handling her business again. I guess she up there working on these Grand Slams, homeboy. Yeah, we got to talk about that some more in the last last thirty. So, yep. Huh? Okay, then. Well, uh, anything you want to you want to take us out on before the break, bro? Nah, man. Just um, NBA free agency was wild and frenzy, man. And a lot of things happened, man. Check out the memes, man. They were funny, man. Kobe and and everybody going at it. And um, I'm just telling y'all right now, I got a deck ass of the week. But I also got a man law violation, so I got I got a double shot for him, T Nick. So when we come okay. back from this break, all right, we're gonna hit it back after the break. We got jackass, and and, and what's the new segment? What you got? A, a man violation? What you say? Man law, man law violation, T Nick, man. Man I'm just, law I'm violation. I'm gonna describe it to you, and you you go hear it, man. You gonna be like, what? Oh, I might do a rant on that one. <laughs> we need a rant, T Nick. We need one. Okay, hey, you listen to Nick Sports Radio. You got T Nick, the producer, the runner. You got Kev, the analyst. And we're going to come back after this break talking about Jackass. And uh, I might go off about something and just see what uh, Kev got to talk about. But you listen to Nick Sports Radio here on NickSports.com. And thank you for listening in. We'll be right back after the break. Remember our sports, your sports, Nick Sports. Nick Sports.
No. They haven't they haven't fun in the Bahamas, man. I understand fun, but there's some other shaped boats that you can get on besides a banana boat, man. Can I they get a sailboat? <laughs> they got canoes, they got get kayaks. <laughs> can I get a wood? <laughs> this might be the music for that segment, man, because, man, and T-Nex, we, we got to track them, man, because, man, there's some male law violations that go on in the gym. It's a man law violation to go on everywhere. So um, this is a Ricky Smiley segment that I stole from him, man. But right. whoo, I saw that thing, too. I was like, no way. Me, t Nix, and, and Big Dixon cannot be on a banana boat at the same time. Taking a yeah, and none, and none of them are no shorter than, what, 6'5"? <laughs> got it. Yeah, that just look crazy, man. We're going to have to start uh, posting man violations on uh, the Facebook page on Nick Sports Radio. Yeah, man. You got to call them out. That ain't cool, bro. That ain't cool. No, the, the banana boat thing, man. Is... I'm a, okay, you want to rant. Let me go ahead and get you. <laughs> Let me go ahead and give you a rant, man. What is up with these football players and these firecrackers, man? <laughs> I'll let you have it. Really? Go to war with you, Nick. These dudes are losing money, losing body parts over some firecrackers. Really? Pierre Paul, one of them. And uh, I, I've seen the article. Uh, it's another other guy. Right from Tampa Bay. Right from Tampa Bay. What's going on? What's going to? What's up? What's up with that man? I do not. Oh man. Hey, let me even put, outside of them, this my money. This my song for it. Y'all made me lose it up in here, man. Really, y'all making all this. How somebody do some firecrackers for you? Really? You probably, what he probably did, he took an M80 and had it in his hand and said, look, I'm a football player. Let me see what I can do. Boom, I got to go to the emergency room. I lost a thumb and an index finger. This is perfect. Gary Paul missed out on $15 over a, a, a cigarette lighter and, and a firecracker. I know his old lady was sitting in there looking at him like, really, this is how you do it? You act like, I can understand the Ray Rice deal, but you, this was just on your own stupidity. You know what I'm saying? And t Nick, I want to give you something else to continue to rant on. Don't forget yeah. about the two non-athletes that killed themselves by popping fireworks on themselves. Look, look, them dudes... You know what? They ain't even they ain't really had nothing at stake. These dudes was established football players in the NFL. Now I'm not gonna put it on the parents because you know why? They grown. They know what they need to be doing. This is stupid. If I got that much, I'm I'm a fire, I'm a hire a little Johnny down the street and say, man, come on my house and light these firecrackers for my kids. I'm not touching them. no sparklers, nothing. And I'm going to sit in my lawn chair, drink my margarita, hold my old hand, 
and, and watch my kids run around and, and do all that other stuff, man. This 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 is stupid. People losing their careers and losing money over some dumb stuff. This is stupid, man. I, I people losing body parts, really. And you got these people, you got these people working in coal mines and working construction and dealing with jackhammers and all this. I mean, some dangerous stuff, some really dangerous stuff. And they can work twenty or thirty years and don't lose a body part. And you got to do on a national holiday, want to put a firecracker in hand, and then it goes off. Maybe the witch can smile. I don't know. And it just was a quick fuse. I don't know. But really, these are. I don't. Uh, Paul Pierre Paul. He was probably the best player on the defense. Was gonna give him sixty million dollars. Now they don't even know if they want to give him the franchise. Because they talk about he's gonna miss six games. Why would you get somebody franchise? He's gonna miss six games. I mean, uh, really? Why would you want to do it? You need to give him rookie pay and say, think about what you've done. And if he don't want to sign it, so be it. That's and then three million dollars that you won't make that you'll make more than. 80, 90% of people in America don't make don't make $3 million a year. I mean, and people need to waddle on their stupidity sometimes, but it's it's not just – I know they're kids, man, uh, compared to me. They're kids. And I know kids do things, but oh, well. And T-Mix, I just went on, so you know Weezy, um, best year, different people listening to the show, man. Right. When you get off the the show, man, look at look at his page. I think they're showing a picture of Paul Bear, man. It looks horrible. Right. I hope that really ain't it, man. Yeah. That thing look like man. It look like he has about four of them M.A.s in his hand, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just stuff that. I mean, it's just common sense. Don't nobody want to lose a body part. I don't care. Sometimes I get upset when my fingernail breaks sometimes because, you know, if it's too deep, you know it's going to hurt because I know i got to pull it off because I don't want it to get snagged on nothing. But I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, they kids, man. There ain't, nothing, there ain't nothing too much I can say about that. But I'm done with it. But All right, now we got to talk about something a little more fun now because, whoa, we had to let off. We both had some steam. We had to let off, huh? <laughs> well, we talking about NFL, man, because I think there's some, 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 some more stuff that's going on, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about these suspensions for a little bit because cause we're we going to save that top 100 for next week. We got to give it the attention it deserves. Right. So we saving the top 100 for next week, and we gonna have our own version of, of maybe not the top 100, but at least the top. 100. You and I go do that next week. We got our own work. So let's right. talk about these suspensions that happened, T. Nick. Antonio yeah. Gates. I never would have thought he would have got suspended. Sheldon yeah. Richardson, a star player for the Jets, and Rolando McClain, Dallas Cowboys linebacker. Three suspensions of major players for four games. Okay, Gates gets suspended uh, for 
P-E-D-S. You know what? At his age, that really doesn't surprise me. But also at the same time, you know what that tell me? He ain't been doing right by his money. So he has to take that to make the make up for the money that he's starting to realize, oh man, you know what? I ain't got nothing to retire off on. Because Antonio Gates is coming up in what, 13 years, 14 years now? Yeah, now, and Teenage, just to give you a little insight on what the story is, this is from his teammate, of course, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers right. believes he just took, he was taking some vitamins and and they were um, invalid vitamins because as we all know with the um, drug testing laws in the NFL, they change constantly. And what Philip Rivers kind of believes is he just missed the supplement that he was taking. Right, because cause you know a lot of these guys uh, well, well, when this, when this uh, performance enhancement uh, stuff start coming out, a lot of these products were at GNC. Yeah. So these, so these guys would go to GNC, and 90% of this stuff was banned. And so, therefore, when they tested for it, hey, man, you get, oh, no, not me. Where you going? It's not particular, It's not illegal per se in, in, in with the public, but it's illegal for as far as NFL standards. You stated that was the perfect sentence you just said right there. You right. just said it perfectly to round it up to our audience, too. Play anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and that's and that's a, and that's a big thing. I mean, uh, I mean, it's just like if you eat a uh, a sandwich and they got poppies on it, and that's what you eat, and then you have an accident in work, and you go take a drug test. Oh man, you 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 urine dirty. Why? Oh yeah, you've been smoking. Well, I got I eat poppy seeds. Well, you know, we can't do nothing about that. And that's the same thing that happened with GNC. Yeah, man, you take that whey, that that muscle muscle protein, and that whey powder, and yeah, and that uh, creatine, and all that other yep. stuff. Yeah, you ain't got no trouble. You ain't got no choice but to get in trouble. And uh, you know, and by Antonio Gate being a veteran player, you know he was playing over ten years, and you know he's got to try to find that edge to keep playing. And. Uh, That's the first one, T. Nicks. Right. Um, that was the most surprising to me. I didn't expect that one. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, the Bengals played the Chargers the second week of the season. So now they'll die. Antonio Gates, the best Titans of all time. But we know Phillip Rivers still has the ability to be a team. But, but you and I always discuss San Diego. They usually struggle at the beginning. So the best time to play them is towards the beginning of the season. Yeah, you you gotta get San Diego at the beginning of the season because it seems like they don't know how to put it together. So that's the best time. You do not want to play San Diego in December or the end of November. That's a no no. Yep. So now let's talk about the next one, um, T Nix. It was also a four game suspension. It was Sheldon Richardson. Okay. I'm not I know he's a defensive lineman for the Jets, but I'm not familiar with his game. But um, 
he violated the substance abuse policy. Of course, that's generic. So I wonder, is this one more of an alcohol or more of a weed or, you know? Well, yeah, and, and that's and that's what the whole thing is. And um, and as far as the the weed thing or marijuana, however you want to pronounce, chronic or sticky, icky or whatever you want to say, you know, I don't I don't read articles where where anonymous players and articles said, you know, that their body is taking so much pressure and pain. They said that this but you know what's killing me. Why not a lot of players in Denver getting caught with substance abuse? Yeah, see, what I heard now, see, I may be wrong on this, is technically even though it's legal somewhere, so you know how you were talking about the um, creatine is legal? Right. The league rules overtake that. So they say, hey, if you want to smoke weed in Denver, go ahead, but you ain't going to play in the NFL. Technically... I wonder if a lot of players, players even like to smoke weed. <laughs> you know, sometimes when something's readily available, you kind of like, man, I don't even need it. Does it, does it fit the argument saying that they, um, it relieves their body pain? I think that's a bad argument. Well, no, I, you know I think it would, what, what it might do, uh, a lot of concussions that go unreported, I think that might help that. To a certain degree, you know the dizziness and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I think it might help to a certain degree. You know, don't don't get me wrong. Uh, everybody out there who listens to this sport, I don't get out like that. I can't handle it. But you know, maybe this maybe it has a, a significant uh, effect for them as far as uh, or pain for these NFL players. Now, I think you're on to a point there. And I think the NFL is probably soon, once a few more states legalize it, we know it's coming. Right. I think they'll probably look into it and say, like, hey, you know, for these specific scenarios, it's, it's available. I don't know if they'll ever make it free where they can smoke every day. but That day may come soon, but I think the day will come soon, like you said, where they can prove it to be just for a medicinal person. Okay. And, uh... I guess the last one is uh, where we kind of touched it for Rondo McClain, same thing, substance abuse. Uh, yeah. This dude, man, he you know he was a lot of trouble, you know, back with the with the Raiders and everything. Right. And but uh, I mean, I, this is a young guy. I mean, I don't think he have any significant uh, pressing, you know, injuries as as much as maybe or as uh, Antonio Gates maybe. He might not have as many problems. I mean, this is a this is a young guy. I mean, he's twenty five years old, and uh, maybe this dude just got a problem. I don't know, but see, and that's the whole thing about it. I mean, and that's when it is when you make laws and, and, and rules and regulations within the company. I mean, there's a lot of gray area, but with all the thing with the, what's been going on off the field with uh domestic violence, um uh substance abuse and all this stuff and I mean a lot and there's more with the domestic violence. So the public, you know you know, we are the mob. 
So if we raise hell about a lot of stuff, you know, it will be forced. To, it will force the companies to actually take harsher punishment. But if we really don't care about it, which as a football fan, I really don't care about it, because if, say for example, uh, let's throw this out there: AJ Green or Drew Brees, if they got a substance abuse about, uh, substance abuse going on with them, and it's not affecting their game. I really don't care. Long as they get out there because you know you got people that they got their favorite teams, you know, their favorite players and they play fantasy football, they don't care what kind of problems that they got off of the field or what they doing off the field just long as they get on the field to perform and do what the, what everybody wants them to do. But you, it, the people that get them in trouble is the people that don't like football. That, that, that gripe and complain and saying, well, these guys make too much money playing a kid's sport. Well, you know what? I might agree with you, but you know what? This would make the world go around. And this, I mean, but then you turn around and say something about Georgia football. Oh, well, that's different. They don't get paid. Well, it depends how you look at it. Yeah, think about it. The owners get billions, man. It's like we're we're – the owners sitting there cozy spots and get billions, man. And we complain about these young men getting billions, you know, who put right. their bodies and their lives in in jeopardy, man. I I'm just sorry. I'm I'm I used to be of like, why are you being so greedy? When you look at Earl Campbell's um, documentary and see how he walks and how it takes him to get around, and you see individuals committing suicide and just the amount of pain that they're in, man. I'm like, right. man, get every dollar y'all can, man. Shoot, y'all need to criticize the damn owners. <laughs> if you go criticize anybody. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's and, and it's just it's just that. Don't get me wrong. I like the sport. I like the sport for the sport. You know, and but now it's it's too much where I mean I had read an article last year that saying that the NFL, you know, it's getting to the point where people don't even want to go to the games no more. Why should I go to games? I can get direct TV. I can go get the NFL ticket. I can go to my sports bar down the street. Why should I go to the game? I got the I got all the the, the convenience of my home watching direct TV. I can pause it so I won't miss anything. In the NFL, you know, and they steady build bigger stadiums. Oh, we can sit a hundred thousand people in it. Okay, but you charging two million dollars for for a season ticket. Who do you want to go to these games? And when it's the little man, the, the smaller guy that's making anywhere between twenty five and, and fifty thousand, fifty five thousand dollars a year, they the one who that that supports the whole thing. It's not the people that making a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars a year. They don't support that sport. And they're killing themselves. But in the next 10 years, we're going to see where it's at. And then definitely in the next two years when this new stadium come up, bro, we, hey, you want to chip in and you want to get some season tickets on hold, man, for the, so- for, uh, for the soccer? Yeah, man, you see the logo, man? I have seen the logo, and they made the decision without me. I didn't want it to be the Atlanta United. But you know what? The only thing I don't like about it is the colors. They went black and red. They could have. Big sports colors, man. Yeah. Everybody down with the Knicks sports, man. 
Where they they <laughs> and they threw in a little they threw in a little orange for the trim and everything, but it all works out. We might need to go ahead and take a little fifty dollars and put it on on a on a season, you know, put in for season season tickets and see how it goes, man. All right, and T Nicks, before we end the show, we gotta we gotta talk about one more thing, man. We talked about the US women. Right. Um, but we gotta give um Serena has the chance for the Serena Slam, man. Right. So if she wins this next game, T Nick, um she's won all four majors in a row and she leaves herself open for the opportunity to do the true Grand Slam in New York City, man. I'm pulling for Serena. Want you to get that um that that next major, and I'll tell you like this, T Nix. This is my opinion. We'll be discussing it, especially if she wins. If she wins in New York, if she wins that tournament, she's the greatest women's um, player of all time. To me. Yeah, because she beat uh what Capriati. That should be right there. Should be tied with Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf. Yep, and and there's one person she's behind, but. No, no offense to all the people way, way back in the day, but I don't know y'all. You know, I remember Steffi Graf and watching her play. All right, man. Well, well, we will be uh, watching that, and we will be talking about it on the next sport. What we talk about next week, bro? Well, we got to talk about the top NFL 100 players, man. And then okay. real, real soon, y'all. When when training camp starts, I'm letting y'all know how we go do it this year, teammates. We go give them a little preview. We go do two conferences and we go do two divisions. So let's say the first week in August we do the AFC East and the NFC East. Then we do the AFC North and the NFL North. So when it comes to August, y'all, them previews is gonna be off the chain, but we still got a little bit more football to talk. And T Nicks, we gotta talk some fantasy football. Yeah, we gotta talk fantasy because people on our Facebook page, boy, they are now getting into it. They're getting real active about this thing. Yeah, you see, they posting every day. Yeah, they want to know when they draft. Yeah, well, we still gotta set a date on that thing. Well, the date, the proposed date is August the fifteenth. T Nicks. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to have to get the orders in, and uh, we're going to have to get some people lined up, bro. What? We working on it. We got a little bit of time to do that. Hey, thank you for listening to Nick Sports Radio here on NickSports.com. Remember, our sports, your sports, Nick Sports. I'm T. Nick, the producer. You got Kev, the analyst. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week at 7 p.m. on Thursday, and we will do it all over again. Holla at you, bro. Yes, sir. Later, T. Nick.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.